If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, December 9th. S&P futures are up about eight points. That's about 23 basis points. The NASDAQ futures are down slightly. The major European indices are up about 50 basis points. You are seeing pretty strong outperformance in cyclical value stocks in Europe. So that includes autos, banks, basic resources, energy, chemicals, as well as some of the epicenter names. And you are seeing underperformance in tech. Most of Asia ended higher with the exception of mainland China, which suffered losses. So just kind of circling back to this morning, as far as macro topics are concerned, it's very much a static morning. Um, Again, very boring. On fiscal stimulus negotiations in Washington, there are a lot of headlines. There is the appearance of movement. As you see, a lot of negotiations occurring. You had the White House float a new proposal yesterday for $916 billion that is distinct from the $908 billion one that was floated by a group of bipartisan senators that had been forming the basis for negotiations before. And then you had McConnell come out yesterday and say that he is still interested in a targeted bill, one that excludes liability protection as well as state and local aid. So you have now kind of these three um, blueprints that are being used as the basis of negotiation. Um, Again, I would not conflate movement with progress. Um, There are a lot of headlines. There are a lot of kind of uh, quotes from uh, important people about how progress is occurring and how they are hopeful for um, an eventual deal. But um, like I said, I I don't necessarily think that um, the White House proposal in particular really is going to move the ball forward. There's still um, some big disagreements to iron out, specifically this whole issue of liability protection and state and local aid. The, the former is very important to McConnell. The latter is very important to Pelosi. Um, you know, there still are some big differences to iron out. You are going to see the budget deadline. Remember, the budget will be the vehicle um, through which stimulus will be passed. That budget deadline will get moved from the 11th until the 18th. So you're going to buy some more time. Um, you know, so I think you're going to see crunch time on stimulus is going to kind of shift into next week. I still think you're going to see some stimulus included in the budget. Um, whether or not it is these 900 billion plus uh, proposals, um, I, I tend to think that it will not be. I think you're going to see stimulus kind of get broken up, some of it occurring in the lame duck and the rest occurring after Biden gets sworn in on the 20th. Um, so again, that's that's what's happening on fiscal stimulus. On Brexit, you have uh, Johnson is going to be holding critical meetings later today with his counterparts in Europe, in Brussels. Um, there is some Brexit hope this morning. Um, some hopeful headlines. The pound is rallying pretty nicely. So that clearly is, you know, it's, it's certainly not a negative, but like as, as I've been saying, US equities really have not cared about Brexit. Um, you know, so to the extent you do see a, a breakthrough, quote unquote, later this afternoon, again, certainly not negative, but no reason to kind of pile into US equities any more than people have already been doing. Um, it looks like Germany has struck an agreement with Poland and Hungary on the EU fiscal stimulus fund. So Poland and Hungary had been holdouts on that fund. Um, you know, again, this is this is not negative. However, this really should not be a huge deal at all. Um, 
Europe was prepared to just cut Germany. Um, well, I'm sorry, Europe was prepared to cut Poland and Hungary out of the fiscal stimulus fund if they did not agree to it. So it was not as if um, this was a matter of the fund not happening at all versus happening. Um, you know, certainly it could help maybe speed up the process a little bit, but. Um, you know, again, I think this is more minor in terms of the broader macro situation. The EU leaders uh, are going to be holding a meeting tomorrow and Friday, so they could you could see a formal announcement um, about agreeing to that fiscal stimulus fund. But again, similar to Brexit, not not really a core topic for U.S. equities. The COVID vaccine situation is unfolding very much in line with expectations. It's similar to stimulus, where you're seeing a ton of headlines. Um, but again, they're really not all that incremental to kind of what people were assuming. You have the FDA advisory committee meeting tomorrow on the, on the Pfizer vaccine. You had a lot of documents published yesterday on that Pfizer vaccine ahead of the meeting from the FDA. You are probably going to see emergency use authorization from the FDA for the Pfizer vaccine hit as soon as Friday, um, most nearly guaranteed by Monday morning, um, so again, that vaccine is occurring. That's going to hit the market. You already saw the UK commence um, the vaccination process on Tuesday. Um, and you could see the US commence the vaccination process as soon as this weekend. The Moderna meeting for the FDA advisory panel is next week on the 17th. Again, very likely to see EUA get um, uh get attached to that vaccine within 48 hours after that meeting. So Pfizer and Moderna are moving along as expected. Um, both of both of those vaccines will start to get administered in the U.S. before the end of this year. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is probably the next major one. You're probably going to see phase three data readout on that in early January. Um, and that will probably follow a similar schedule as well, assuming the data is, is as strong as what we saw from... Um, from Pfizer and Moderna. The AstraZeneca vaccine in the US is a little bit more complicated just given that um, you know some of their trials um, were somewhat controversial with this whole dose and a half that was uh, a mistake initially and then they kept it. Um, so that uh, the final phase three did on the, on the AstraZeneca trial um, probably will not be until early February or late January. Um, but again, assuming that data is similar to what we saw from some of the other phase three trials in other countries, that is another one that could get EUA in, um, you know, by the end of February. So those are the four main candidates at the moment. Um, they're all proceeding along. You know, you are the vaccination process is occurring. Um, it's still, you know, by March or April timeframe, you could start to see kind of herd immunity forming. Um, and that's really kind of consistent, I think, with what people had been assuming now for the last couple of weeks. So nothing dramatically different on the COVID front. Um, and those are all kind of the major macro uh, topics this morning. You had some economic data out internationally. Um, the Chinese inflation figures on the CPI, you had actual deflation on the CPI in China. Um, and some of the German trade numbers were kind of just, uh, you know, relatively neutral for the most part. The ECB is coming up tomorrow. That to me is the, the the big wild card event of the week. Like I said, I think vaccines are proceeding as expected. I think on U.S. fiscal stimulus, you're really going to be next week that you have the kind of the crunch time for the negotiations ahead of the budget deadline. Um, and then in terms of Europe with Brexit and this EU fiscal fund, again, more minor. So the ECB tomorrow is a big wild card event. You've had huge rallies in European bond markets. You had Portugal 10-year yields yesterday fall below 10%, fall below, I'm sorry, fall below 0% for the first time. Spanish 10-year yields were close to falling below zero. You have a lot of complacency in Eurozone bond markets. Um, you've had spreads are tightening between bonds and the peripheral countries. Um, while you've had spreads widening between bonds and treasuries in the US. 
Um, so I personally think you're going to see the ECB deliver. That's going to be very substantial, but I think you'll, you're going to see a sell the news reaction. Again, it's been several weeks of, of anticipation building for this ECB event. ECB officials have been very explicit in guiding markets to expect substantial policy measures. So I think they will deliver on that, but you're going to see a sell the news reaction in Eurozone bond markets, which will drive yields higher, um, which will probably just catalyze, I think, what you're seeing um, this morning in terms of uh, you know helping cyclical value stocks weighing on perhaps some of the more growth momentum names. Um, so that is kind of the macro situation. On the micro situation, there were a lot of individual headlines out. Um, so some of the big ones. So STM, which is a major European semiconductor company comparable to Texas Instruments or NXPI in the U.S., came out today with an analyst meeting, provided disappointing financial guidance. That stock's down over 10%. So that is the main driver of tech and weakness in Europe. I'd imagine you're going to see that translate over to the U.S., um, at least initially, um, where you're going to see um, semiconductor stocks definitely get hit, if not the broader tech complex. So that's definitely a name to watch today in the U.S., um, Covestro, which is a big European chemicals company, raised their guidance. So that's helping some of the chemicals peers in Europe. Obviously, that helps the cyclical value thesis. So that's another area to watch. You have DoorDash and AI, both priced above the high end of their of their range. So those uh, offerings will be pricing today. It'll be interesting to see how they trade, um, just given the uh, environment of of kind of uh, that's working against tech at the moment, at least this morning. Uh, so those are all the major theme, major uh, themes and trends. Just for the calendar today, you have some big analyst meetings. So you have STM and Deutsche Bank out already this morning in Europe. Deutsche Bank actually had positive news, STM negative news, as I just went over. Um, you have Lowe's and Starbucks, which have analyst meetings in the US today. You have um, some earnings, including Adobe um, after the close. And then obviously, people will be watching for any updates from Washington on stimulus and Europe on Brexit. And that is essentially everything for today. Um, thank you for listening.